Hi everyone, I'm Cheryl McNeil Fisher. Dr. Kathy King and I want you to know you are important to us. We are thrilled that you're here with us today for another episode of Writing Works Wonders. Welcome to Writing Works Wonders. We're so pleased you're with us for this spectacular episode. We are going to proceed with the Writing Works Wonders Award Celebration Spectacular. And I'm so excited my tongue is tied. We have a special program, speakers, and games in store for you today. So put on your favorite party hat and buckle up, buttercup, as we begin Celebration Spectacular with your fellow bibliophiles at Writing Works Wonders. Today we have Zoom participants and also we're live in Clubhouse. So welcome everyone to Writing Works Wonders. I'm Dr. Kathy King and I'm so pleased to introduce you to my fabulous co-host Cheryl McNeil Fisher. Hi everybody, so glad to be here. Kathy is the master of our website, master of the universe, and we are just, okay, I'm speechless. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm never speechless. Many of you know that Kathy and I received an award at the July convention. We were unable to attend in person nor receive the award virtually. So we decided that we wanted to celebrate this award with all of you. I am honored and so pleased to introduce one of our ACB Board of Publication members, Zelda Gebhard, and she will tell us about this award. Thank you. Zelda? Well, hi, Cheryl, and hi, hi Kathy. It, it is my privilege to, to be with you today. As, as always, when I get a chance, I like to visit Writing Works Wonders. It is our privilege. Each year, we give out three awards. Uh, we give out the drum roll onto the, the Vernon Henley Award, and that is the award that you at Writing Works Wonders were, were given. The nomination for this is opened each year in January. I will let Penny uh, kind of describe her nomination. The Vernon Henley Award, is it's a, a media award. You guys are the perfect recipients for it. I'll just read a little bit about the Vernon Henley Award. It's intended to be a vehicle for publicizing ACB through the general media and to encourage excellence and accuracy in electronic and print coverage of items relating to, to blindness. This award may be presented to an organization, company, or individual or individuals, either sighted or blind, who have made a positive difference in the press or in outward going media, such as your website, whether in radio, television, electronic media, magazines, or daily newspaper during the period from April of the previous year through March of the current year. Maybe Penny would like to join us and tell us a little bit about. Hey, Soda. Yeah, uh, this is Penny. And hi, uh, Cheryl and Kathleen. And 
Vernon Henley was was one of the first officers of AC, of ACB. I know he was among the group of people that walked across the street in Kansas City to form the organization. This award does celebrate something that was important to him, which is letting the rest of the world know about people who are blind and uh, about our capabilities and our proclivities and our normalcy in any other way, except that we can't, can't see. I nominated you guys for this award because you are the perfect recipients. You let the rest of the world, especially the writers whom we love, know that we have, we are people who can actually read and write ourselves. And um, you let us meet the authors that we love, uh, especially the ones we read on Bard. And I just can't think of a more perfect organization to receive this award than you guys. And I'm so pleased that you won. And I want to congratulate you both and encourage you to keep doing this because this is such important work. Sometimes the, the writers that you have on this show don't even realize that blind people can read. And so it's so cool that you let them know who we are and you let us speak with them. I, I really appreciate what you do. And I'm very excited that ACB is lucky enough to have your organization within our bigger organization. Congratulations. Then we have a picture up on our website of Kathy and me with the award. Yeah, we're very excited. Thank you. National Braille Trust Free. It says the awards and they're so nice. The Braille is yeah. perfect. Mm-hmm. They're just really wonderful to display. So um, congratulations, mm-hmm. you guys. Thank you. And let's have a party. I'm for it. Okay. All right. <laughs> First, I want to say I'm I'm grateful to God for helping me and leading me time the ACB community Zoom calls and to Cindy Hollis for creating the ACB community calls and also for being in the right place at the right time with Cindy one evening when she said what she'd like to see is a call on journaling. That's how this started. I'm really thankful for all of you who hung in there with me from the start. There were sometimes there was only three or four of us on the call. And thank you. And I had to keep saying it wasn't about numbers and knowing that this is something that I need to keep doing and plug ahead. So thank you for all of you. I prayed for God to lead me to someone who could work with me on this because I knew I could not do this alone. There's too many and so many things that come together to create what we have here at Writing Works Wonders. In March of 2021, Kathy came on a call. She was new to this, to our group, and she was just had found us. Kathy and I started talking by April. Kathy and I were working together on Writing Works Wonders. And by May, we started the calls weekly. I can't say enough about how Kathy and I work together. We bring our backgrounds and personalities together to make this wonderful dynamic duo. And I'm so grateful now to introduce to you Dr. Kathy King. Thank you, everybody. And and thank you to Zelda. And big thank you to Penny to recognizing what we do and the impact that it has worldwide, but also for our readers and writers. This is a big part of our focus in uh, introducing low vision and blindness to the authors and media people that we interview has naturally occurred and been a byproduct I hadn't thought about until they started saying, 
what's audio description? What are you folks asking about? And Bard, what is that? And, you know, so it came again about very um, unwittingly to to us, that aspect of it, and is quite thrilling uh, when it occurs. But I just want to say that, you know, I stumbled into that Zoom room for Writing Works Wonders that Cheryl was leading because it was about a month after my second bout of sight loss, and I was pretty devastated, and I thought things had come to an end for me uh, with my writing. That's how I identified as an author, and I hadn't even been able to adjust with the first sight loss to being able to write, and yet I still identified as that. I stumbled into the Zoom room. I had been teaching writing to people for publication around the world. I was a keynote speaker and professor, a lot of experience in this area in nonfiction writing. And so I had ideas. And Cheryl and I talked about those. And she asked me to lead a workshop. And we ended up a team after that. And it's just been phenomenal because the lesson for me has been uh, exactly what we hope everybody realizes is that your low vision or blindness doesn't have to define you and you can live a very, very full life. And a big part of that has been working with Cheryl. She's had a long history of dealing with this, her personality, her encouragement through those early months as I was banging on the computer and frustrated. But I knew I had all this technical skill that was sitting there available and I wanted to use it. Uh, and then the amazing part of the community that gathers together for these Zoom calls and now Clubhouse of people who are interested in reading and writing at all different levels and how everybody piles in and shares their insights. And it's because of not just us, but you folks help create a positive, welcoming, welcoming and supportive learning community and we have a lot of fun doing it and it's just totally amazing so once I came on board I'd say it was two months and we had a website we had the podcast up and running Cheryl had already started doing some of that we had them fully integrated then a couple maybe a month or two later we started this little tiny newsletter going out and we had a distribution list we use a different platform for that and everything just started rolling. Our biggest problem, folks, is that Cheryl and I wanted to kind of conquer the world all at once immediately. And we had to keep holding ourselves back and saying there's so many hours in a day and we've got to listen to our participants and see what they really want. And then um, kind of think in phase one, phase two, phase three, because otherwise we're just going to burn up to a crisp in excitement of working together and but it has been a phenomenal experience, and I look forward to my Fridays with you folks. We work all week preparing for it. And another huge part of our team are the ACB volunteers, and kind of the, the front end of that, of course, is Cindy. But the person that's here with us many weeks is Chanel, and just the fabulous talent that she has in making people feel comfortable and taking care of our technical stuff, like she has been demonstrating today. <laughs> she does that seamlessly. And then all the people that are streaming us, and it, it takes a small army to do all our technical work uh, involved in bringing us live across to you. And then, of course, we've got the work on the side of getting out the podcast. But the reach is phenomenal. 
I've got a lot of sighted friends that enjoy listening to us because they're learning more about what my experience is with loss of vision and that that's not what we talk about all the time, that it's just part of our lives. It's part of what we're coping with. And so I really appreciate the Board of Publications recognizing us and hope that it's an encouragement to other people and to other organizations that they can address the needs of the fuller community, you know, in our society, that we are a vibrant group of people that have many, many talents and are waiting to participate where we have opportunities. Back to you, Cheryl. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Kathy. Thank you. We appreciate you. Every quarter, the Board of Publications has a training session, and mm-hmm. it's, it's for editors of affiliate newsletters. You know, ACB has lots of affiliates, and many of those have newsletters or other kinds of publications. And so the people who are invited to those presentations are the editors of those newsletters, but we're planning to podcast the trainings as well. And Zelda is actually the person that runs those sessions. When is it, Zelda? It's October 14th. Yeah, and I just want to say thank you, thank you to Cheryl and and to Kathy uh, for all of your efforts, for shining a light on the capabilities of everyone, no matter how we see or if we don't see, and for your enthusiasm. You know, it's just contagious. And I, I hear that in the voices of people reading what they've written, and it's just like a wildfire. And I just thank you for all of your efforts. It's just a very small thing we can do to to acknowledge uh, what you've done for all of us. We'll just keep that keep that fire burning. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for inviting us. We really appreciate thank it. And we're we're you. very proud of you and proud to have been a part of it. <laughs> And and thank you. This is uh, pretty amazing. So thank you. Kathy? Okay, it's time. Group participation is about to commence. We have a few party games to play, and then we'll return for general comments from our groups, being Clubhouse and the Zoom Room. So the first one is a true and false game, and it's, these are about writing works wonders okay and so some are recent things some things are from when we started there's a whole mixture and they're trying to be kind of fun and what we're going to do is i'll state something or ask a question and i'll say true or false and if you think it's true raise your hand chanel will count the hands then she'll clear the hands and if you think it's false raise your hand all right because first question writing works wonders first began as a talent show in ACB community Zoom. Is this true or false? The first version of Writing Works Wonders, when Cheryl started it, it was a talent show. True or false? Who who says true? Raise your hand. The hands are not going up, so let's give them a minute. Okay, no hands? No so hands. Ask them, yeah, ask them the Okay, next so one. how many say false? <laughs> how many say false? Oh, we've already started... got two. And you've got, oh, 12. Oh, my. Okay, they, they, they did not fall for it, Cheryl. They did not fall for it. And, and Cheryl actually said it a little bit earlier, didn't you, Cheryl? She I started it as journaling. They were also, then there were, and, and um, yeah, and it was called Writing Workshop, and... These guys are all just too smart for you, Kath. 
Okay. I know. Ask I know. your questions. Okay. All right. Here's one that goes back in history. See if you remember whether this is true or not. You've got to scan through the programming in your head. Patrick Taylor was interviewed on Writing Works Wonders. True or false? Was Patrick Taylor ever a guest? I mean, he's written tons of books. Patrick Taylor was interviewed on Writing Works Wonders. True? Raise your hand. Three, oh, four, five, nine. Oh, boy. And it's staying steady. Nine. So All righty. Let, let me clear that. All right. All have been cleared. And how many say false? Patrick Taylor, in effect, had never been on this show. Two. And it's staying at consistent at two. Okay. Three. What's the real What's the real answer, Cheryl? True. Kathy was all tongue-tied. <laughs> and we played Irish pub music and everything for Patrick. Mm-hmm. That we was an early show. Yeah. And we so even can... have a, a video we, of him reading his uh, Christmas right. it's story. Christmas book. <laughs> yep. So if you want to hear that episode, you can go to our website and you can go to the search button and type in Patrick Taylor and you'll be able to hear it there. Or you can go to episode 16 and 16 and 17 are part one and part two of the Patrick Taylor interview. And we're up to episode 83 now. So that's how long ago that was. Hard to believe, isn't it, Cheryl? Woo! 83 episodes. <laughs> sure is. <laughs> All right. This this one is difficult. Now, remember, I'm a former professor, so that might be a giveaway here. Round robin storytelling is a deeply serious academic endeavor <laughs> on writing works wonders. True or false? Uh, round robin storytelling is a deeply serious academic endeavor on writing works wonders. True? Raise your hand. There are two takers. Yep, two people. Okay, clear it. And how many say false? You're saying false to Writing Works Wonders is a deeply serious academic endeavor. Eleven. Oh, boy. So they they found us out. Uh, They've probably been on a round robin. It's actually really hard for us to stay composed enough to speak because Cheryl and I are laughing so hard. Sometimes I go on mute because I'm banging my desk and tears are streaming down my face. I hope you're having as much fun as I am on those, those round robins. And we actually just talked about, we're going to have another one October 14th. So in just two weeks, we're going to have another round robin and it's going to be a little bit different. We'll tell you about that shortly, but it's basically improvisation storytelling. We start a story and then everybody in the group starts picking it up. And we want to say, too, that we have a lot of people who come on who are not regulars, who do not write, who are not writers, and they come on (laughs) and and they come in here just to play that game with us. So, you know, it's a game. It's fun. And uh, a lot of you who are on the last one know that uh, when it was time for me to talk, I had to mute because I just couldn't even talk. I was laughing so hard. So thank you. People have said it's become a phenomenon. (laughs) <laughs> okay let's see you get you how well you know cheryl cheryl's favorite sound effect during the shows is a big symbol 
she hits clashes these she has these giant symbols sitting <laughs> next to her at home and she bangs them together. That's Cheryl's favorite sound effect during the show. True or false? How many say true? Chanel? I am looking so far. No takers. <laughs> How many say false? Twelve. Oh, they know her. Cheryl, what is your favorite sound effect? Horn blow, horn blow. Can you give us an example? We can't hear you. Ah, oh, there, there you go. go. There you go. Yeah, I, okay. Yay. Yeah. Already on, dude. <laughs> All right. One more. Kathy's favorite Writing Works Wonders hat is a cowboy hat. True or false? How many say true? How many think I sit here with a cowboy hat on as we're recording Writing Works Wonders? I know that's a little bizarre, but how many would so say far, Kathy would actually five. do that? What? They think I would do Seven. that? What? <laughs> oh my God. What do they think? Jeez. Eight. Oh, they really don't know me. They know Cheryl, I guess. All right. Seven? And, nope, eight. So I'm going to go oh. clear those. How many say false? Hold. All right. And one, two. Thank you for redeeming my reputation. <laughs> two. Two, so it's staying at two. That's uh. no fair. You were trying to trick them. <laughs> oh, somebody lowered their hand, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I really do wear a cowboy hat while during the recordings, yes. <laughs> okay, let's move on to another game here. So this one is kind of step up to the mic and answer these. How do you listen to previous episodes of Writing Works Wonders? How do you go and find previous episodes? Like you missed a week. How are you going to listen to it? Our first hand is Abby Taylor. Well, I use Overcast on my iPhone. So I think it's very easy to go back and catch previous episodes that way. But then I also, if I have to miss an episode, like on October 14th, I will have to miss that one. I'll definitely listen to that when it comes down. So hope that answers your question. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. So she's, You're welcome. She's using a podcast application on her phone called Overcast. Thanks. You're welcome. Who else? Yeah, I uh, I would listen on the computer that's a lot bigger in the other room. My husband's computer on the uh, website. Ah, Thank excellent. You. Mm-hmm. Yep. Great. Anybody else? Carol Mackey. I don't miss any. and for those of you who just who have a phone and don't use a computer or if you want access to any of our recordings please let us know because we will work on figuring this out for you phone that doesn't handle internet or anything right right that's what i meant and i listen to it using the lady a Mm-hmm. And I do that by saying her name, play Writing Works Wonders, most recent episode, or if I know the episode, I say the episode number. And right. There you go. Thank you. Okay. How about this? Name two things you've learned from an author interview on our show. When the authors come on, they share. A lot of times we'll ask them about their process. We have one person on our team here of our participants who make sure that questions get covered. We'll also ask them if they have recommendations or words of encouragement 
for authors in our group. And so they usually give us suggestions in that respect, or it might be something they've just mentioned in passing. So name one or two things you've learned from an author interview. If you can pull that out of the air. Zelda. All right. I really enjoyed, well, I enjoy all the authors you have on, but CJ Box, when he was on, he was talking about his process and how he uh, writes regularly each and every day. And what he writes today, tomorrow he will edit. So he writes freely on the day that he's writing. And the next day he will do some editing, not not the total final edit. but And then he tries to write a thousand words um, each day. And I just, to me, that just made a whole lot of sense. And I, I really clung on to that, those little facts. Excellent. Next up is Carol Mackey. What what has struck me with each interview is how differently they write, but that they're across the board. It's pretty much to write, be sure you write and write and write, and however you do it. And some were in the morning, some like TJ Fox, it's a certain number of words, but it was that was really eye-opening to me and helpful, actually, because my way, it's okay, however I do it. And that was, uh, that's been really revealing to me. Thanks. I think Next. that's a major finding from the interviews. You're right, that there are mm-hmm. so many different ways. It's finding what works for you. Thank you. Next is Lisa G. That's what I was going to say also, but I just found the introspection. There was a female author, and her introspection was just so moving. I can't remember her name, but just the insights that we get. And one thing that stuck out for me believe it was C.J. Box, how he did not know about audio description. Uh, I was so shocked that because his books are in TV now, he was going to talk to the producers. <clears throat> the right producers. Mm-hmm. About audio description. It was so impressive. I was just like, wow. Mm-hmm. And he did, you know, got involved in television but didn't know. And, you know, I love the fact mm-hmm. how it educates uh, other, the authors besides mm-hmm. educating us and just so insightful what they have. I tried to raise my hand before. I've got to tell you, though, mm. that the round robin, you got to listen to the episode with fairies and dots because I'm still laughing over it. I still have to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Hear the and before we go to Terry, Andrew Grant, a.k.a. Andrew Child, Lee Child's brother, who's taken over the Reacher series, someone had asked, sent in an email and asked about his book covers because his book covers were on his website. So, I had asked him about it, the the description. He didn't go to a webmaster or anybody. He went right in and took care of the most recent book cover and wrote a description that was unbelievable and was going to make sure that all of his books from now on had alt text so that people would know what the covers look like. First of all, I want to congratulate you both. It's a very, very well-deserved honor. Secondly, my bad news, the, the, the sad thing that I learned from you was that Patrick Taylor would be retiring. Yes. Um, yeah. The third thing is I think the other thing that I learned and that we all need to keep in mind is it seems that most every author that you've had on at some point or another in their presentation has brought up the importance of teamwork and how so many people are involved in getting their work from their minds to the bookshelf. And I think that was, I thought that was very important. So many of them 
gave credit to their editors, to their publicists, to any number of people, their spouses for initially reading, that it really is a team effort. And with that, again, I congratulate you both. Thank you, Terry. Yes, that, you. that's a very important part of writing. It's the many people involved. So let's open up for comments, general comments, maybe about the award, maybe about the programming of Writing Works Wonders. I know people might want to say something. First up <laughs> is Marlene Massage. Recently, there was an event on September 15th, and one of our co-hosts, I believe, has something new to announce. Cheryl? Right now, today, History Mystery in Philadelphia is now available live on Amazon. History Mystery in Philadelphia with Sammy. Cindy and Friends, The Adventure of a Guide Dog Team. This is book number four. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks. All right. Next up is Nora. Yeah, hello. Not much. I haven't been on writing with wonders very much, but I want to congratulate you and everything else, and congratulations to both of you. Carol Mackey. Thank you. And and there's a bunch of things about the every Friday at one o'clock, I set my alarm and I darn well better show up to give you all a pain in the neck. But the <laughs> I love the uh round the round robin. That is such fun. And in what direction is it gonna go? Who knows? And in <laughs> fact, who cares? Because it just goes all over the place. But personally, the biggest thing for me it has um really made me absolutely is making me write much more and the awareness and I'm I write a poem every day now and send it out and that has kept me accountable so that I know that darn it tomorrow morning I'm going to have to send something out so I better work on it and I better get it done and it comes and I have used and and continue to use the prompts from your creative prompt from your creative writing book, the journal, and also the ones that are given um, every day, every um, meeting, every discussion group, every Friday. And, of course, I want to know what the prompt is for today. So with that, I'll pass. <laughs> and thank you. Thank God you. bless. Wonderful award. Yes, thank you, you deserve it. Thank you. Next up, Anthony Corona. So an absolute huge congratulations. You know, I've been coming to the show for a long time, even before I started streaming. Often I would listen to it on one of the devices so I could multitask and learn at the same time. Uh, There's so many amazing things around Robin, absolutely. But I think the thing that I love about this call the most is how supportive everyone is to each other. You know, how encouraging, how, you know, we've had so many people who come in and say, you know, I don't know how to write or I'm not a writer. And by the end of the call, they're they're getting ready to, you know, write their prompt and and come back the next week and and share it. So I, I think the support that we all give each other is just absolutely amazing. And the fact that you guys came together during the pandemic and created this, it's an enterprise you know, it's, it's, it's an enterprise and it's amazing. So Penny, if you're out there still, thank you for nominating them because they absolutely <laughs> deserve this award. Thank you. Thanks. And congratulations to, to, to you too, Anthony, on your award. Thank, thank you. you. Next up is Kim. Hey girls. I want to say congratulations. 
Thank you very much. You really encouraged me, you know, by saying, hey, if you want to be a writer, just start writing. If you're not published, it doesn't matter. If you're writing, you can call yourself a writer. And, you know, even if you don't get paid for it, if you get published, you can call yourself a published writer. So I I love the encouragement of just start, just start writing, free, free flow, you know, uh, turn your inner editor off, tell it to go away. And <laughs> you're just really encouraging. And I'm going to try to submit a poem to Magnets and Ladders every time, twice a year, see what mm-hmm. happens. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Next up is Abby Taylor, followed by Meryl Schechter. Well, Kathy and Cheryl, congratulations. And I really enjoy the prompts like the one this week where you have three or four words. You try to to write something with those. And the 75 words or less really forces me to figure out how, how to use brevity. In my writing, do not mm-hmm. write these long, drawn out passages with everything under the sun. And of course, when I am inspired to write with these prompts, I have material for my blog because then I post what I've written with a link to your site and a little bit of information about your program. And with a, over a thousand followers, I hope that perhaps maybe I'm drawing more participants to your program. So it's twofold. It's not just helping me, but I'm helping you and entertaining others at the same time. So thank you for that, ladies. Thank you. Thank you very much. We appreciate everybody that can share the word about what we're doing, because the more input we get as well is really important to guide us as to what you folks need. So we, we really appreciate more people piling in and so that we can address those needs. And I I also want to say I'm really glad that Zelda explained the awards and how people get nominated and that things can be submitted because uh, that gives goals for people on our group to submit work. And um, if they recognize articles that are really good or different things to submit those when the call comes out, when the notice comes out from Board of Publications. So that's another opportunity for our folks here. Go ahead, Chanel. Yep, and next is Meryl Schechter. Congratulations, Kathy and Cheryl, on your award. Well deserved. And I wanted to say that in December, I will be having my first article for the Braille Forum published because that's what our theme is for the International Relations Committee. And I'll be writing about my trip to Israel in 1972. So I'm very excited about that. Thank you. Excellent. Well, we'll look forward to reading it. Thank you. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. Lisa G., then Starry. I just want to say Cheryl McNeil Fisher and Dr. Kathy King, congratulations on this prestigious and well-deserved award. You both deserve this award with all the energy, thought, care, and love you put into volunteering in this amazing creation of Writing Works Wonders. You are bringing us all up the ladder of success in life on many levels. Thank you for the gifts, your efforts, the energy, and the time you both give to us weekly. 
Thank you so much, Lisa. Thanks. Thanks, we appreciate Lisa. you. Our prompts last week it was fairy, tennis ball, and squirrel. Who would like to read the responses to the prompt? Marlene Massat, you may unmute. Okay. I would like to briefly say it's really interesting because there is so many different ways that you can respond to this. And we have different writers who took a very similar theme, but each one is different and unique. And they are all on the prompts page. So here's mine. The Coveted Ball by Marlene Massat. Midas, my golden retriever friend, loved to explore the woods to no end. A tennis ball I threw with ease beyond a cluster of nearby trees. Our property backed up to a state park where my golden friend had many a lark. With fairy-like agility, a squirrel scampered by. No doubt an acorn had caught his eye. Then, what I saw, I could not believe. The tennis ball they both wanted to retrieve. The end. Next up, we have Abby Taylor. All right, so this is called Tennis Ball or Nut. Anna, you can serve better than that. Sorry, Melissa. I just realized I need to get cash after we're done. I'm playing Tooth Fairy tonight. Aw, did Erica finally lose that first tooth? Yep. A squirrel suddenly swooped down, picked up the tennis ball, and scampered away. Oh, for heaven's sake, Melissa cried. Anna laughed. He probably thinks it's a nut. He'll learn the hard way. The end. Thank you. Lisa G. Contemplation. I was sitting on my son's patio overlooking the greenery. They put up a fairy door to attract fairies. I also noticed the squirrels stowing nuts away for the upcoming winter. The thought of winter made me chilly. It made my feet hurt. This reminded me to use a tennis ball as acupressure point treatment. It works great when I step on them, moving them around the bottom of my feet. So remember to nurture yourself this winter as the nights grow darker. Thank you. Pam Johnson. This one is called Growing and Knowing. Have you ever felt like a fairy queen? How about going to fairyland? Everything's miniature where the fairies flit from flower to sunbeams and also into the castle. Oh, the imaginations of childhood. As we go to our preteens and teenage years, things occupy our attention, such as school activities, dances, and maybe in nature we might see a fly and squirrel. How interesting. Flying from tree to tree, playing with the nuts and playing with each other. And as we grow older, things get more complex. But I can still appreciate the simplicity of a tennis ball and a sturdy building or dandelions and a tall mountain or even the touch of a hand and the ocean rolling into the sand. We can discover 
and explore all the days of our life. The end. Everyone. Great. Thank you. The prompt for this coming week is something you have picked up off the sidewalk, alongside the road, something that you have found, write 100 words or less about this object. Where was it? Where did it come from? And what does it mean to you? doesn't have to be all of those, but those are prompts to get you in thinking mode about this object. Have fun with it. Enjoy. I've got one, an amazing story about this. So I look forward to it, whether it's fiction or nonfiction, go for it. And you got, you got a hundred words this time. Okay, Kathy. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for making this a fabulous celebration episode. This has just been such an honor to have everybody here. Thank you, Zelda. Thank you, Penny, for joining us for today's show and sharing about the Vernon C. Henley Award. It means a lot to us. Be sure to visit writingworkswonders.com for these show notes, resources, and previous episodes. Above all else, we want you to be encouraged, inspired, and enjoy the wonders of writing. We look forward to being with you next time. Can I just tell you a little bit about the Board of Publication? Absolutely. Okay. The ACB, the American Council of the Blind, has both a board of directors and a board of publications, two distinctly different groups. The board of publications consists of five members. Two are appointed by the president and three are elected. And it's been my distinct pleasure to be one of the elected directors of the Board of Publications. We essentially, in short, oversee all of the out word facing stuff of the organization, be it our newsletter, the ACB Braille Forum, the ACB Voices blog, social media. We over have an overview of all of the ACB lists. Um, so that's kind of our our responsibility along with staff and, and a whole host of volunteers. And we also get reports from ACB Media, which is a whole other branch. It's kind of a big deal, but it is our privilege. Each year, we give out three awards. Uh, each year, uh, starting in January, we start putting out little messages here and there and let everybody know about the awards. And anyone can nominate anyone for any any of these three awards. We give out the Liggett Award, the Hollis Liggett Award, which is given to an affiliate newsletter. And um, this year, we did not give that, that award out. There's also the Ned E. Freeman Award, which we did have a recipient this year. Um, that recipient was... Anthony Corona, and it was for his article uh, written 9-11, 20 years. And, and each year we pick a, uh, an article and, and we recognize the author of that article. And, and we were very pleased to have Anthony uh, with us. 
drum roll, went to the, the Vernon Henley Award, and that is the award that you at Writing Works Wonders were, were given. The nomination for this is opened each year in January. I will let Penny uh, kind of describe her nomination. The Vernon Henley Award, is it's a, a media award. You guys are the perfect recipients for it. I'll just read a little bit about the Vernon Henley Award. It's intended to be a vehicle for publicizing ACV through the general media and to encourage excellence and accuracy in electronic and print coverage of items relating to, to blindness. This award may be presented to an organization, company, or individual or individuals, either sighted or blind, who have made a positive difference in the press or in outward going media. joining us today on Writing Works Wonders. Kathy and I are thrilled to spend time with you. A tap on that button that says subscribe so you will not miss our show. You can also tap on the link for writingworkswonders.com. It'll take you directly to all the show notes and information that we shared today. Then you can sign up to receive the Zoom link so that you can be live with us when we are recording. You can also contact us at info at writingworkswonders.com. Our phone number is 347-467-0221. We also have a donate button. All donations go to technical expenses that Kathy and I incur in order to keep this podcast going. Kathy and I want you to feel encouraged and inspired and know the wonder in writing. And until next time, our friends, keep on writing. Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff.